You're listening to Homestar Running with David and Mark. All right, welcome back to the Homestar Runner podcast. How's it going, Mark? Hey, it's going pretty good. Yeah. This is a fun week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're starting to move in through the strong bad emails where they're at least, I think, starting to hit their stride. You know, there's moments in most of the emails before, but I think I think they're starting to all be hit. So at least, uh, yeah. and it's actually an end of an era. Um, it's kind of interesting. They he only did uh, <laughs> 40 emails with the, uh, with the old computer. You know, and it seems... Like there's about three equal eras of computers, I guess, where it can kind of be defined by that. But I don't know if that really means much or they just felt like they wanted to. Do you think they upgraded the computer because they wanted to start doing more complicated stuff on the computer itself? Uh, yeah, maybe that's that's possible. That's possible. I think also, uh, well, if we get into it. I think I think it was also it was a gimmick also. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I think it might have been a Yeah. But yeah. it was a gimmick a worthwhile yeah. gimmick that worked. Yeah. Um so the first email we're going through emails thirty one through forty. She thinks you're you're attractive or something. Can you please tell her that you already take in? He's like, Oh yes. And and he's typing and he's like, I already have three, you know, I have like three beautiful amazing girls right here. And then he starts to <laughs> The, the thing I like so much about that one is that he just he stops the commentary entirely, but it's clearly still him typing and just changing the fonts. Yeah, <laughs> to keep up his appearances. Yeah, I like that, and it is it is kind of funny. It's like the kind of GeoCities or AOL kind of uh, you know old school. Um, it's definitely you know by our standards like older internet culture kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like my sister had her um, her AOL name was like Dancing Girl for for a while, um, or something like that. And she, you know, the the girls using those like the pink colors with the little palm trees next yeah. to them and the hearts. That was internet culture in the early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's a funnier, funny example of you know with fake identities and stuff like that. And also think of a. Yeah. I remember on Zanga, which I used. Um, <laughs> so Zanga, you know, it was kind of live journal blogger, you know, that type of site. I remember one of my friends had a friend that set up a, a few fake accounts to leave. Like, it was like funny comments, you know, related to the story. Like, so it wasn't malicious and it was like obvious. So it was, it was funny, like creating an entire fake account just for the, just for a gimmick like that. You know, it was mm-hmm. easy enough. But yes, yeah, so I just reminded me of of that i even at one point tried to i did like a fake blog for for a little bit just to see if it would get any popularity um which it didn't <laughs> you know because you know i didn't want to post to my friends and like my friends are the main initial audience anyway for my blog but it was just kind of kind of funny yeah and you know one of the fonts is comic sans so i thought that was funny nice. yeah but uh, yeah i just i just like that like strong bad is just just kind of seriously, just typing it in, and it's it's like all about his ego. It's not really about any anything else. Just keep making himself look cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree on that. Well, cool. Um, the next episode, uh, Flag Day. I like it. It's it brings some interesting stuff into Strong Bad. Yeah, yeah. And the lyrics on that. My so. favorite part of this. 
Oh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Or what's your favorite part of this? My favorite part is the cheat. Uh, well, I, I mean, I like Strongman's voices, but the cheat, the cheat's kind of like just there hanging on and doing his job and enjoying the, the piano. Was this our introduction to the cheat playing the keyboard? Or or is this just like one of the best options or, or best introductions to him playing the keyboard? Uh, this was his debut, so it's kind of funny because I didn't even. Yeah, you you said that, and then I hadn't realized that because it appears often with the cheat, you know, that he plays music, that he plays a keyboard, or at least he's doing music on the computer. Um, yeah, and uh, Strong Mad's voice too. He kind of almost goes into Strong Mad territory at times and a couple of maybe a couple other characters i might not be getting confused with another strong bad email but his voice his voice goes all over the place in this song yeah i like it um it has a feel of a song that's like improvised you know fitting some of the words into the song mm-hmm. right? especially he's like when he f- sings the cheat like three his name three different times in the song right? <laughs> i like that it's you know, we're just making up lyrics on the way, but there's also I like how referential it is. Like that he's he talks about himself three times in the in the uh, anthem. It only really makes sense if he's singing the song, you know, because he's referring right. to himself in the first person. <laughs> yeah, and I like that the ones are always cold. Yeah, the ones are always cold. And also, I like the line towards the end. Okay, and there's probably lots of chocolate. Uh, yeah, there's probably clutch. Yeah. Because it it sounds like he's you know running out of things to say, you know. <laughs> probably, uh, probably lots of chocolate. <laughs> I suppose, but definitely. <laughs> well, cool. Did we? Uh, I forget. Did we talk about what the flag represented, um, or the colors yeah. on the flag? No, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like a is like Lebanon or Egypt. like I said, it looks a little Middle Eastern to me in, in some ways. Yeah. yeah, and then there's a snake on it. Yeah, um, I, I definitely like the yeah. I mean, reference this is like the tire with a snake coming out of it and the knife. It's pretty cool stuff, um, and it does kind of have that. Yeah, let me see the wiki Lebanon. In population, tire. Yeah, Lebanon is red, white, and red, but it does remind me of that so it seems a little so the brown is the dirt and the white is the fence and you can see like the little fence design on the the way it's diagonal so the white like it actually is the fence and then i think okay. the said the red either represents strong bad or the or the stop sign like that's <laughs> a theory online yeah the stop sign and then there's a little um there's a little moment where you can see the cheat's reflection in the in the stop sign yeah. <laughs> when he's playing the keyboard. I like that touch, yeah. Um, well, there's also, did you click on, did you see the Easter egg on this one? Uh, I think so, but can you remind me? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. So in the early part of the email, he talks about Lookout Ladies production because um, <laughs> he really likes the name Pablo from Phoenix. Oh, yes. So in, in the Easter Phoenix. egg, there's a ticket for Lookout Ladies production. and yeah. It's yeah, like so, a little Ticketmaster ticket, right? Yeah, I did right. click on that one. So there's and that's uh so there's like the first first like main reference to limousine. Like he did do a limousine. Yeah. So it's nice it sets up something else in the yeah in the future. Yeah, I think he he did mention in the band names. Yes, I think he mentioned limousine in the band names, but as like a 
as an artist that's becoming more and more real in strong bad's mind <laughs> yeah. i think it's it's also it's funny now in retrospect saying like pablo phoenix was special guest limousine because it seems like uh, you know i think strong bad's more enamored with the name than i i am you know pablo phoenix is is just all right but like yeah it's like could have been limousine with special guest pablo phoenix you know <laughs> right right yeah pablo phoenix okay well now speaking of gimmicks um i do like the gimmick on on that um so you think they probably wouldn't have destroyed the computer if it wasn't for that email uh no i i maybe they would have anyways but i thought i think that was a that was a an excellent an excellent response to that email the person saying you know i remember when you used to just answer emails without all the gimmicks and then they they i think they up they they throw in a gimmick and but you know they blow up the answer <laughs> they yeah. yeah i also they, like they, that. they take it to a level yeah you don't expect yeah what i i also like yeah that's it's less than a year since the first strong bad email you know it's only uh, right 33 in but yeah um <laughs> and then i like strong bad our strong set saying like like you can get your computer for like fifteen dollars <laughs> yes at a garage sale yeah. <laughs> he's like i like that computer <laughs> yeah you know right now since i'm my i'm having computer issues and i'm looking online you know you know the japanese market for used computers is pretty high but the it's debatable what what quality you're going to get when you when you get a used computer at any time. Uh, but I, I like how how sensitive Strongbad is about wanting to get a new computer. Also, it seems like Strongbad doesn't really have that much money, so he's going to Strongsad and Strongsad like loaded. It's a funny little wrinkle where he's like, "Can I borrow nine hundred bucks?" <laughs> yeah, and you find out like, well, you don't know if he actually got that much money, you know. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, so it's the first time it's really like that they address that it's an older computer. You know, obviously to the viewers, it's, you know, it's a really old computer. And, you know, you find out that everyone else's nicer computers and phones even, you know, Palm Pilot. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I also like, yeah, I, I like the visuals with the gears, like the super large gears going in the computer um, after it's exploded. And the other thing... I liked um, it's a nice element. It's like the that the when he explodes, he fought, ends up flying by the same door a few times. Oh, that's a yeah. common element in like older cartoons. So I don't know if uh, if it's a throwback to that, like if it's if it's supposed to be a joke or it's just to save some time on the animating. Probably both, right? I'm guessing both. Yeah, yeah. I like I like how once he goes through the window. He like kind of flips his, I guess it's his hair. <laughs> uh, it's it's like you know coming out of the the helmet, the bust to the helmet. <laughs> he flips it back on his head. Uh, yeah, I wasn't quite sure on that. Like, is it is it his hair? Yeah. Or is it a yeah helmet? Is it extraneous plastic? It's a good question. Yeah, it brings up some interesting questions on on that. You know, either way. Yeah. Okay. So going on to weird dream. Um, <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, yes. Lots of pudding bobs. Yeah. 
I think it's funny in that like he already has you know that it just pulls up the graphic immediately like either maybe strong bad already told the cheat or something or the cheat's that good of a graphic designer that he was able to do it right away yeah that's a good point <laughs> i actually hadn't really thought about that so yeah the the concept is somebody asks him what's like the weirdest dream that you've had and then he says well let me just show you and then they pull up the graphic and it's america yeah and the outline of the uh, contiguous states with the pair of tidy whiteies going around Texas, and Florida, and California. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the behind the scenes. Um, so one of the, that was a dream that one of the brothers actually had. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Did he actually have pudding bobs the, the day before? That they <laughs> as far as I, I know, like, I mean, because it's all second hands, like, and I don't have any context of that, you know. Um, but that is funny, yeah, because I think maybe they just threw it in to, like, make it sound a little more plausible, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did you click on the, at the very end, you can click on um, on the graphic, too. Did you see, did you start doing that? Oh, it's um, like you see other countries? Right? Yeah, other states. Yeah. Oh, other states, yeah. Yeah. There's like, so the main one is like, it's a, uh, yeah, so it's all of the United States, but then it's, I think it's like, uh, I forget which other states, it's like Massachusetts, maybe Oklahoma, yeah, California itself, exactly. some tidy whities something like yeah. that. It's just so odd, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of, even, I mean, it is, yeah, it's just funny because it's so odd, you know, and yes. Like it, it, it makes a little more sense to me, like now that I found out like it was an actual dream or something, you know. Yeah, it's almost weirder too. Cool, um, sisters. Uh, was, was funny. I I like that. Yeah, he finally gets a nice email, and then and then it, the broken computer accidentally deletes it. Yeah, and then he tried <laughs> trying to you know delete an email, and then it saved. You know. Yeah, his reaction too after it is is just is just elevated too. He's like undeleted, undeleted, undeleted. Yeah. He types in. And then, come back, Allie, and Allie's sister. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a, a classic liner. I really like that. Uh, I like how infatuated he, he gets just with the, by like the concept of the of the fact that there's a girl and her sister that are supposedly that who supposedly like him. He has no idea. He's never seen it, seen them. Never seen a picture. Doesn't know anything about them. Just received this little email, <laughs> and then is in despair because he loses the email. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, that, yeah. He also has like there's two of them. You know, he, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, where he is so excited, and then he's like, I also think it's funny. He's like, I'm gonna wait around for the next email. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's funny. It's like, like why would they? Why would they send in another email, you know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, if he if he hadn't re- replied. Um, and he got, yeah, I like the whole the little fan, the fantasy he have. He's like, oh, the children I should be having with Allie and Allie. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets more ridiculous. Okay, well, now we come to one of, now we come to Guitar, which is probably the first Strong Bad email that I ever watched. I think this was the one that someone shared with me that got me um, introduced to uh, in in the Strong Bad and Home Star Runner. Yeah, for me, if it wasn't the one that that I first watched, it was the one that first made me love 
love the website. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's uh and you know, it's talking about how oh, songs are are written and it's it's interesting. I mean, I like that performance, like just the he does a good job of intonating like all the sounds and stuff like that. Cheetah's playing the uh keyboard with the beep 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 and all that stuff. But yeah, I like the how it he intonates like the rhythm guitar and the yeah. yeah i think it, it was something that i enjoyed and got me an insight um i guess maybe because i've watched it more um uh maybe it's a little you know one note kind of on it yeah yeah i like how i like how it escalates and how by the end he just like screams and falls over yeah uh yeah, it's a good, I mean, I think it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good example of like storytelling and like building tension to where to like an overcoming point. And strong, strong bag just gets so excited, so into the, so into the song himself. But yeah, oh yeah, that's. I think it's not as shocking, you know, after you've seen it a, a couple, a few times. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, not that I've seen a real BMW lighter, but. They said um, so. Apparently, there there was not a BMW lighter um, when they introduced it in this cartoon, and then later BMW did introduce a lighter. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's directly yeah, related cool. to this or not. Or it seems like it's uh, something they would have they would have done. Yeah, I totally thought this was based on like a lighter that one of the two brothers had, yeah. or that a friend had. That's really funny. Yeah, and they bring it back later in other in other uh, moments of the cartoon on the site so. yeah it's interesting i it's like i mean maybe because it's a simple logo to do um that's kind of curious uh-huh. that they have you know like a logo for a real life thing yeah they didn't make it up i do like how it uh, it singes the paper <laughs> yeah this is a nice i think this is a good nice little um no, never mind well yeah it's a um it is a nice, um, like self-contained, you know, like no gimmick kind of video. Like the previous person was complaining, so it's like a, a short video with like a few jokes, and then that's it. Yeah. Okay, so dullard, like how to deal with the office dullard, and I like the I like the interaction between uh, Strongbed and Homestar, and even though like it's like fictional characters is basically like they are, you know. Yeah. The I like the uh, I like the idea that. I, I'm sorry, is the office still blurred? The um the this this one went on for quite a long time. For I got I, it was kind of weird. I almost felt like um there it was like almost intentionally just kind of delaying. Um, just there wasn't much going on in the in the, in the cartoon, but it's just strong strong bad coming up with coming up with ways to distract himself. Have you ever? Oh, maybe I shouldn't ask this question. <laughs> Do I ever have people that are dullards in the office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or have you ever mm. tried to use any of these tactics? I mean, it's kind of funny. The, the third one, um, like, did you hear about last night's episode of Popular Reality Show? Like, <laughs> yes. I, I think that definitely feels like a lot of, you know, like early 2000s office culture. And then today it's just like, have you seen streaming, you know, popular streaming show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely feels like the same kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
for the bachelor like I, I i've avoided the bachelor and the bachelorette so yeah. somebody might be talking about that one it's no me too and i definitely get um i end up like it affects you know which streaming shows i kind of watch next and somewhat like if a lot of people are talking about a particular show and it seems interesting i want to do that fortunately it seems like yeah. with my current job like i seem you know it's like i can choose to kind of join in or ignore conversation um so usually people don't come up to me directly and talk um so it's kind of like general chat around the office and i can join in you know and more so yeah. you know it's it's different now with uh you know more people working at home but i could kind of think of like people come up and talking about stuff that's just totally random or <laughs> i'm wondering if uh I, I can also relate to like the second method um and i think that might be me sometime like we're talking about like working out um, uh where Homestar is talking about going to the gym and all that stuff. And then Strong Dad just flips off um, Homestar and then he, he pauses, but then keeps going. Uh, yeah. I was kind of like, when I was watching this, I would, I would, I probably, I would listen to Homestar for a moment, but then I would pay attention to the Strong, Strong Bad. And then I ended up, uh, did you see there's a little, basically it's like a Dil- Dilbert comic. Yeah. And they, they, they make their own little version and they call it Dullard. But uh, unfortunately, uh, it's like I, it wasn't. I like touch. It was a nice huh? touch, but like I, I, I didn't really um, think that was. I didn't. I like. I like the design, but like I wish I they had a funnier joke on that. You know. Yeah, yeah. The comic itself isn't isn't that great. Yeah. Uh, I probably i I had a Dilbert book in high school, and i I liked that book. Um, I didn't like Dilbert. I only I didn't always get as a comic. But for that book, maybe I think maybe it was just a good book. I really enjoyed the humor in that one particular one. Yeah, and I but still that, read Dilbert's one of the. That might be the only mainstream comic strip that I still read okay. to keep up with. Um, you know, I get it through my feed, so I wouldn't otherwise it'd be too much of an effort. Like I don't read um, pa- physical papers typically, but yeah, I think it's it's good. And I think I tend to get the jokes. But mm-hmm. and then it's a mixed bag. Sometimes it's it's pretty funny, and then other times it's it's not that funny. Um, yeah, I I do like his final uh, strong bad's final method where he's just talking about like yeah like each time until um, yeah to make it more <laughs> obvious that he's being ignored. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So on helium, it's yeah you know, another kind of straightforward thing but i like an extra thing on that where you know strong bed is kind of like the typical response you think and where his voice gets higher pitched and it's funny i like the song that he sings um, <laughs> i like that he goes to an old-timey kind of um an old-timey kind of song yeah. <laughs> it's nothing modern <laughs> he thinks it's like really cool to be an inclusive like exclusive uh high-pitched voice singing group <laughs> Yeah, I like strong mad. I like that it doesn't affect strong mad. Um, yeah, like this this is my, like, funny oh, voice. my voice is very high, very funny. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> same same pitch basically. And then the yeah the cheat turning into balloon that floats off. Yeah, yeah, that is one ugly woody bug. <laughs> <laughs> the they fly over. You see, uh, Homestar yeah. and Marzipan. They were yeah. having some kind of weird dis- uh, discussion about pork and beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it like implies that's that's all that Homestar is eating. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marzipan says, 
I'm sorry, that does not sound healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you click on, um, did you click on on the cheat when he's flying across as a balloon? Oh no. If you click on it, you know he's flying. He flies across one direction and then he flies across the other direction. If you click on him, um, you hear uh, Strong Sad's voice saying, "I'm sad that he's flying." <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, nice. he says, I think in another earlier uh, episode um, or another cartoon, Strong said, said I'm sad that I'm, I'm flying. flying. Yeah. And, and this movie says, I'm sad that he's flying. Yeah. So we're, it's referencing something that we haven't covered yet in the podcast. Um, oh, I gotcha. it was re- really something earlier. Yeah, it's something that I think I remember that reference. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I did not understand the word bird coming out of strong uh homestar's voice oh gotcha until marzy fan said that is not a bird i think that's the cheese <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny again it obviously lasts for a while you know like for strong bed it only lasted uh about 15 seconds or so um, uh-huh. <laughs> but the the cheetah was like is it only is the cheat only floating because he's holding his breath ah uh, possibly yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah it doesn't seem happy to be up there. Yeah, yeah. That, I do like that song. But welcome to the high voice, Gary. <laughs> well, uh, property of ones is a short little email with no gag on it. You know, no real extra thing on it. It's just responding. It he has a nice makes a nice needle point, which kind of looks like old school graphic theme on that. And I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a one that is cold isn't cold is scarcely one at all. Uh, scarcely a one at all. Yeah. Yeah, the closest thing to a gimmick on there is the colditude is directly proportional to, or to the oneitude, <coughs> or uh, vice versa. Yeah. Excuse me. I like that he says cold one. Yeah. You know, <coughs> no, I think I need a cold one of water. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is another one that college college buddies like Josh used to like to reference a lot of times while hanging out he's like would you like something to drink would you like something cold a cold one? Oh, gotcha nice yeah i i do like the i like the cold one reference in in this maybe because they aren't directly trying to sell beer you know or something like i think the you know like the beer commercials advertising how cold their beer is like it kind of seems silly you know it's, or like yeah, you're beers. like if I want to put it in the freezer, I can put any beer in the or any drink in the freezer. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll turn cold. Yeah, and you know it's, but I, I do you know I, I I like beers um cold you know maybe not ice cold um you know I'll have it where it's uh you know yeah so but I can kind of agree with that on the how that is so yeah nice little nice quick little email mm-hmm. yeah cool and then there's a long one after this which. Apparently, you know, I hadn't discovered Strong Bad at that point. You know, I, I think I wasn't following it weekly until 2003. But they did break it up. They did break this email up over um, several weeks and kind of sent in the, oh. the postcards one by one. Oh, really? Yeah. So the, the real world is that, like, they wanted to take, you know, or at least they had the idea for the vacation email. Um like this gave themselves a little bit of a break, you know. Yeah, yeah. There are like four different postcards that he's yeah. getting as he's supposedly traveling around. I like the um, yeah. Each of the postcards are 
I like each of the postcards. Um, I like the one where he's like, you know, that bicycle is not just welded onto the side of that building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and then I also like the twist of how he he's not he's not really impressed by any of the places. Like Mound is not surprising. <laughs> When he starts talking about old ladies, that part is a little like he's like he gets he goes in a little more detail than you expect there. But I like the twist at the end where two cars Tennessee. He actually really likes two cars Tennessee, <laughs> even though it looks like a really simple yeah. simple place. Well, I think it's also funny. It's yeah uh, that he really likes the co- the clock thing, you know, and. It's like, yeah, because it's, it's such a stupid place, you know? Like, even if the clock was working, that wouldn't be that, like, it would be nothing, you know? But it's so funny. It's like, yeah, it's like, look at that clock go, and that's everything. And it's like, oh, and and the clock's, it was right, it was that time when I, right when I got here, you know? It's like, oh, wait, the clock's broken, you know? And he says, it's about the best thing I've seen in my whole life. <laughs> Yeah, it's like these these little simple pleasures. This did, like even though like the the postcards and the, the silly places like the little antique shops and everything being in the same color as the postcards. Like even though a lot of these places really seem simple and almost like boring, and it's like why would why would somebody spend so much time going on a trip to to kind of a place that's not really that exciting? I still I still wanted to go to these places on a vacation it's it still seemed like a nice a nice thing to do no yeah and i i totally agree like i i like the novelty of it like i like visiting a lot of different stuff you know big or small yeah so it's it's funny uh last uh, year i was in uh, europe for a couple weeks yeah and i had uh, one day that i was in amsterdam mm-hmm. um so i was visiting a lot of museums like uh kind of typical things you would think um like you know Anne Frank, um, Heineken, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there's one thing I was like, okay, well, I was looking up all sorts of stuff, and it's like, here's one thing that was just on the list. It was a uh, someone created a little statue of two little figures sawing a tree, a branch. So it was like an old old school, you know, two person saw, and they designed yeah. it so that like they built it when the branch was still growing, so the branch eventually grew into the saw itself. And then started to, oh, wow. so it it looks like they're actually, so they're actually selling it a little, you know. Is it, it's like the tree as it's growing, like almost cutting itself too? Yeah, a little bit, you know. Yeah, it was just like a single branch, so it wasn't like the main thing. But it was just, it's just kind of funny that that was like a little, a little stop that like people took photos with and then moved on like in the middle of a park. And there wasn't any other signs like for the statue and, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't the only one that that stopped by and took a photo there. Yeah, it's a cool little... Yeah, but I would like uh, going through, like driving through America, stopping at like the biggest ball of yarn or, you know, 20 <laughs> foot tall, 20 foot tall thermometer. That's one that I've definitely been by. There, there's, a, there's a 20 foot tall thermometer. Where is that? It's somewhere in the California desert. Yeah. Like I think it's, I bet you it's probably in the drive between San Diego slash LA to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, so you stop by and you see that I mean, it's especially notice, notable because, you know, the temperature is typically 90 degrees plus. So you see, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's huge. And, you know, it's, huh. so it's a bunch of gas stations and all that stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to I go to the dinosaur place that Pee Wee Herman goes to. Yeah. Uh, in the movie. 
Have you been there? No, I don't think I've been there. It's I think it's like is it like it's not Riverside, right? It's like it's, it's close like, to like it's actually um yeah, it's close to Palm Springs Coachella area. Okay. So I've been there at least twice. Like once I did get I do remember that as a kid and like that was exciting. And like you could climb up you climb up the uh Patasaurus neck, like that's mm-hmm. part of the gift shop. Yeah. So that was fun. South by it's it's definitely Fits in the kitschy kind of old school kind of thing, you know, like older dinosaur stuff, like where it's, you know, not falling apart, but it's not new, you know, so that's, that is a fun thing to see. Yeah, it looks like something from the mid, uh, ninth, uh, mid 20th century. You know where I'd yeah. want to visit? Um, seems like it's somewhere in Virginia. Uh, someone built a one to one scale of Stonehenge out of styrofoam. <laughs> That seems kind of crazy. And like, a, you know, and I've been to the actual Stonehenge, you know, um, but still want to see the, see the replica of it. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you sound, you sound a lot more excited about that replica than you do about the original Stonehenge. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe because I've already been to one and not the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I mean, uh, I think when I was, planning when i went to england for the first time um stonehenge was my top thing that i was most excited to to do i think i mean obviously besides visiting family and stuff like that that was like the main tourist thing so yeah and so i also like the gag with when he visits uh when he sends in a black and white photograph and then he says it's like don't don't think it's an old-timey photograph that's how the place actually looks everything is tiny <laughs> brown yeah <laughs> Yeah, the sepia tone. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, there, there are a lot of movies that, you know, if, if it's like a period piece, they kind of like immediately put some like sepia tone filter on the on the camera or in post production. And sometimes it works for me, and then other times I'm like, this is this is they're doing this too much. Like, uh, I just want I just want to see like just film it in like realistic color, like modern day. You know, and just show the old story. It doesn't have to be a in sepia tone to be in <laughs> to be a, a period piece. That's but funny. yeah, I like yeah, that is a good twist. But, but that's the the sky is like the the kind of gray. Yeah, the sky is brown. Color. The the sidewalk is tan. The dirt is a different tan. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the all the all the antique stores. I mean, I, I definitely have been into like some some uh, like old towns in in california where or oregon and all the all the all the shops are in, in like antique kind of shops old school shops but it can be fun though i i, I still like feels like you're walking into history and because i i liked back to the future three i feel like i'm in back to the future three <laughs> an old western yeah i definitely you know it's like a, I guess i like unique things and then you know Maybe not as excited for, you know, like old timey stuff or like antique shops and stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. Well, cool. Um, so we haven't covered Marzipan's answering machine yet. Um, so we're going to, the first one is all the way back in 2000. So uh, pretty strong bad emails. Um, so I think it was a, it was a real clever way for them to expand the story and have complex scenes going on um, without having to do a lot of animations. 
Mm-hmm. And I like some of the classic, you know, it's like obvious pranks that Strong Bad is is doing on on <laughs> Japan. Like it's it's funny, a bit enduring because of how it is. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he thinks he's pulling it off, even though he's clearly laughing and breaking, and it's obviously his voice. Yeah. It's like I need you to please stick your head in the toilet to make yeah. sure it's still working. Okay, I'm Mr. Everyman, the, the toilet machine repairman. <laughs> and then then when when he when he calls back later and then in the later message, I like the like it sounds like he he's like, This is the first time that I'm calling you today. He says that. Yeah. But I, I also like he's asking her for like baking tips and it kind of almost sounds like his baking tips are possibly possibly genuine. <laughs> like he really is wanting to bake something. Yeah. Or maybe he just thinks that's the, like maybe he just thinks that's the easiest way to to get give her a believable, like semi believable reason to think that he didn't call her earlier. Yeah. Even it's so obvious. No, I I think it is obvious, and it was like it's also like this. It's like the, different than the public persona of Strong Bad, you know, as much as he's like, okay, he's putting on a show for the emails, but then he's like, okay, well, he's baking, you know, and doing some stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> where he's, you know, to, where he's actually kind of sad about something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's living a domestic life. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the strong sad. It's like, oh, I left you. It's like. You still have my CDs, and I even got you the same CDs for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. He, he clearly came up with the wrong solution to 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 get like the CDs back. He should have just not. It sounds like he gave her the CDs for her birthday, so she would give him back his original yeah. CDs. And now instead, she just has both yeah. copies, and he should have just bought them for himself and given her some other gifts. Yeah. No, definitely. That was just kind of funny. It's like, because it is kind of like real pathetic and stuff like that. It's like, and kind of relatable. Not that it's, yeah. I haven't had Yeah, to, definitely relatable. Yeah. I mean, you and I have like, have loaned each other CDs and have had them for ages and ages. And, and then eventually it's like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, you forgot on that. Yeah. You don't yeah. lend CDs as, as much now, but yeah, that's something I can relate to. I also like, yeah. uh, yeah, the the Coach Z message at the end of it, um, it's like trying to yeah. trying to encourage um, wanting Marzipan to encourage Homestar, and like I don't know if he's um, it's like trying to imply something or that he really doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I so my my take on that was like so the first one is like Homestar and Pom Pom are like. They're about to. He's Homestar says they're about to leave for some like a, mo- a movie or a show, and then this, the next phone call is that Homestar's like, uh, "Okay, we're still waiting for you. You haven't shown up yet. I don't know. Like, sounds. I don't know if you're coming." And then so my take on that was like, I guess Homestar is like maybe just depressed because Mars Japan didn't show up for this for this event, and so maybe he's been he was like sad on the field. But then Coach Z totally crosses the line <laughs> by like trying to interfere in their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like I don't know what you do there. Um, yeah, I also like it. You know, I, I think you know, seeing the comments on the YouTube stuff like that is that people is like, if you're a kid, like you didn't get what was going on on that. 
you know, he took it at face, yeah. face value. So uh-huh. I think that's funny. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, so the second Marzipan email was also released before the strong bad emails. Mm-hmm. There's some good things about it. I like how dark uh, strong bad is trying to do with that with the paint with the prank. Um, it's like it's like oh, we had to shoot your home star 37 times. Yeah, he gets really dark. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Really dark. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think he, it's he's almost like he goes that dark because he's trying to cover up the fact that Elmstrom's obviously not is not going to be where Marcy Pan's going to go if she in fact went, but she probably wouldn't. She probably wouldn't be going there. Yeah, I, I like that Marcy Pan is like she she directly mentions on her answer machine that she's just she's screening her phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I may pick it up. Yeah. And I like the, how the, the King of town messages are stacked. Um, where he's trying to leave a message and then he's, and then like when third thing arrives, he's like, Oh, I'm not going to bother. He's like, yeah, I'm never calling you back. He's like, Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> and like, cause he's off to his banquet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a silly, really. I, it was kind of dumb, <laughs> that was a, yeah. but uh, I, it's like a joke that works in repetition. I think. And he also, like he says, uh, Salisbury Sundays. Um, oh. Which yeah, um, what does that mean? Okay, so Salisbury steak is kind of uh, like the cheap parts of meat uh, put together, so it's not all. It's like beef and pork and stuff like that, all kind of mashed together. So it's kind of like yeah. a meatloaf kind of thing. That's cool. right. Or like a cheap version of meatloaf. But if it's a Sunday, is like, is it, it? I'm thinking it's like, like steak formed in the shape of like ice cream sundays. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking of like, I'm like, there's either ice cream and steak, or uh, it's like mashed potatoes with instead of chocolate sauce. It's, yeah. It's oh, gotcha. That it's sculpted like it's a. So it's called, so it looks like a Sunday, but it's actually just uh, like steak and potatoes. But either way, it sounds a little strange. Yeah. to me, not quite appetizing to you. <laughs> no, but maybe it's good. I think it was funny. I googled it, and there's a like it isn't a real thing, but if you live in Salisbury, you can get a Salisbury Sunday, which is just ice cream. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Other than that, I mean, it's actually it's. It's shorter, you know. It's it's like six short messages. Um, so I looked up the first one is four minutes long, while the second one is only two and a half. Which yeah. obviously that's the length of a longer tune, but yeah, I preferred the first the first batch. Oh, I agree too. Yeah, one. I think it took him a but... little. Yeah, because I think honestly the the dark you know humor thing like it it's it's a little too dark and it helps that he, like he he's obviously not able to keep it together um while he's talking yeah. but that's I, I like the stuff that's a little I like the toilet the toilet related joke in the first one i like that better than the, than this one yeah yeah definitely especially with this you know with some of the stuff going on in america these weeks yeah you know no i, yeah. I agree on that um yeah and then i was like the, i didn't really care much for um like the marzipan calling marzipan and the pom-pom one just seemed kind of uh like they seem like slice of life, like that they'd actually happen, but they weren't that right. funny. Yeah, uh, but yeah. It, I think it'll. Uh, yeah, I think the answer machines do come around, you know, and 
and certainly they'll, they're recorded more often. I think the, the third one came out shortly after the second one, but we can talk about that some other time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, but overall, I was a, had a lot of fun talking this. Yeah, that was, those, those are good. This was a strong week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, covered a lot of stuff, and I think what we'll do is uh, only cover five emails at a time going forward just because there's just um they start getting more and more packed you know let's cover a little more of the various tunes and things like that that happen on different parts of the site yeah cool well everyone have a good week then thanks for listening bye-bye podcast